Welcome to episode 5 of the 10 to 1 podcast, the podcast for all your fantasy football needs, the podcast that will get you from last to first in your fantasy football league in a little to no time. Right now, me and Cole have our playoff predictions right here, and then the top 15 fantasy football half PPR rankings for next year. Starting off in the AFC, um, 4 versus 5, Titans versus Ravens. Um, I'm going to have the Ravens winning this one. They've passed three or four weeks. They've been quietly, you know, one of the best teams in football. The offense has been pretty insane. Defense has been good. Lamar has looked like the MVP form that he was at last year. Um, Cole, do you agree with me? What do you have here? You have the Titans winning. What do we got? Uh, yeah, I got the Ravens winning too. I agree with you. Uh, you know, Titans got shut down last week rushing game wise by the Packers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big thing for our league. And I think that, uh, Ravens do a great job of stopping Derrick Henry, and uh, I believe their secondary is strong enough too. And I just think the Titans' defense is good enough to really stop their run game. Yeah, I would agree with that. Especially if the Ravens go up early, like we saw in the Packers uh, Packers Titans game, it's going to be pretty difficult for the Titans to come back. I mean, they couldn't really get anything going, and they couldn't give Derrick Henry the ball thirty five times because that'll chew too much clock. So, I mean, to be honest. I think that'll be a pretty easy one for the Ravens. Um, moving on to the Steelers versus Browns, three versus six. I have the Steelers in this one. I mean, the Browns beat them last week, but I don't know what's really happening with COVID right now for them. It sounds like I want to say their offensive coordinator isn't going to be there next week, and the Steelers had Mason Rudolph playing last week. I mean, Big Ben hasn't been great the past five or six weeks, but Mason Rudolph isn't Big Ben. Um, Cole? Is, does Chubb run for 300 yards for a Browns win, or does do the Steelers stop him? Uh, no, I think they stop him here. It's a pretty easy one for me. I think the Browns have enough weapons besides just run the ball. I think the Steelers can just do more offensively than them. And then, of course, on the defensive side, they're really good too. So I think it'll be an easy one for them. Yeah, I mean, the AFC first round doesn't look like it's going to be a lot of upsets. I mean, I have the Bills beating the yeah. Colts pretty comfor- comfortably. Um and the Colts, like, even if the Bills are down by one possession and a half, they, they're going to steamroll them in the second half. Um, sounds like you agree with me on that yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, all right. We're just going to go to round two of the AFC. We'll go through the AFC and then the NFC. Um, so if those three teams win, it'll be one versus five, Chiefs versus Ravens. I feel like this is going to be a really good game. Um Playoff Pat, <laughs> Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's he's a different animal. I have the Chiefs winning, um, even though, like, they haven't really played well. I want to say the past four or five weeks, they barely beat the Falcons. They scored, like, 17 points against that atrocious defense. The Ravens' defense is a lot better, but I think they'll figure it out in the bye week. I have the Chiefs. Um, Cole, I'm guessing you agree with me on this. I mean, yeah. it, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem like any surprises so far. Um, what do you have for the Steelers versus Bills, three versus two? Uh, I got the Bills going out on top here. I just think their offense has been amazing recently. Josh Allen's been picking up. He's been great all season, but really showing like top five quarterback skills right about now. Stephon Diggs, too, and I think their defense is going to have to stop him. Yeah, I think that duo is going to be insane in the playoffs, um, especially especially the second half of the season. The Steelers, the, the defense is dropping like flies out there. Uh, people are hurt, and I don't think the offense is going to be able to keep up with the Bills. Chiefs versus Bills, one versus two. Who would have thought, obviously? Um, I, I'm going to have the Bills win this one. I think, I mean, they're, they're a top two or three team in football right now. No one 
no one is stopping them. I feel like this game, I feel like this could be potentially the game of the year right here. I feel like it's going to be very high scoring. Um, I feel like it's going to be a shootout. I think the Bills are going to have the upper hand in, at the end. What about you? Uh, I actually got the Chiefs coming out with it. I just I just don't see them being able to stop the offense. You know, with Pat Mahomes out there, Tyreek Hill really explosive, and like Travis Kelsey's just big tar- a big target for him. So, I don't know. I just don't see him stopping that offense. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty hard to bet against the Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they won that. Um, moving on to the NFC, four versus five Washington football team, the division, the best division in football they play in the NFC East versus the five seed Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, I'm going to have the Bucks win this one. I just, I mean, don't let the seeding fool you. Bucks are the better team all around. Um, the only, only way I feel like the football team could win, I mean, their front seven is very good. It's one of the best in the league. They would have to get to, to, to Tom Brady so often that, I mean, he just he has to throw the ball in under a second and a half. Um, that's the only way I see them winning, but I don't I don't see it happening. The Bucks' line has been pretty good this, this entire year, so um, I, I just can't see it. Yeah, I agree, too. All right. I mean, yeah, first round is tough for surprises, but speaking of surprises, I'm going to have the Rams beat the Seahawks, six versus three. I'm going to have the Rams come out top up here, even if Jared Goff doesn't play. I feel like this defense is really going to step it up um, for the playoffs. They they played well pretty they played pretty well last week. Um, I feel like Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey are going to have a field day um, against the Seahawks. And I, I think if they could score 25 points, 20, 25 points, the Seahawks may not be able to keep up with them because of the Rams defense. The Seahawks defense just isn't isn't there this year. Um, Jamal Adams is literally a linebacker playing safety. Um, I, I think the Rams will come out top on this one. Uh, I got the Seahawks, actually. I just think that their offense actually will be able to put up against the Rams defense there. You know, DK Lockett, I think they'll be able to go off, outscore him. I don't know if the Rams uh, offense can really keep up there. I don't know what's going on with Cam Makers. Is he going to be playing, uh, you know? Or is he uh, I'm not sure. I think he's – I think he's – um. I mean, he played last week, right? Yeah. He was game. Yeah, so I think he'll end up playing. I mean, even if he's not 100%, I think he'll end up playing. This is the playoffs. he got to win. Yeah. I, I just don't know if they're, they'll be able to keep up with the Seahawks offense, offensively. I, To be honest, I feel like if Jalen Ramsey shadows DK Metcalf, he's going to be shut down completely. So this game is going to be up to Chris Carson and Tyler Lockett, in my yeah. opinion. Um, Saints versus Bears. Um, I mean – the Bears, I mean, they, they squeaked in. Um, David Montgomery's been playing like a beast, but that's been because of his schedule. It's been really easy. Saints, besides the Eagles game earlier in the year, they haven't let up a 100-yard rusher in like four years. Um, I think I think Kamara has a pretty good game despite the Bears' defense. Um, I, I, I mean, this is, this is, I feel like, a pretty easy pick right here. I think the Saints are going to win this. Um, you you sound like you agree with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Packers Rams. I'm gonna have the Packers win. Packers, like I said, with the Saints and Bears. Packers are just the better team. Um, they're on fire right now. Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams is probably the best duo in the league. Um, I'm gonna guess you have. Do you have you have the Seahawks, or you would have you would have the Bucks playing the Packers with the seating. So, what yeah. do you have there? Uh, I still have, I have Packers beating the Bucks. Uh, I I just still see that uh, you know Rodgers and Adams is going to be a hard matchup to stop, like you said, and I think that I don't know. I just think the Packers will be able to stop them. 
Yeah, I mean, the Packers are one of the best, probably the best team in football right now. Yeah. Uh, right here, we got the five seed versus the two seed for me, Bucks versus Saints. I think, you know, the Saints really pulled together together this year and get absolutely blown out. Um, instead of having a lame excuse to why they didn't win the Super Bowl, I think the Bucks are going to steamroll them. Uh, Tom Brady in the playoffs, you know, one of the best, if not the best, um, even though he didn't play a lot good well, uh, last year against the Titans. I He's not throwing to Demir Bird and Nikhil Harry. He's throwing to Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, Gronk. You know, the list goes on. The GOAT, Scotty Miller, you know, he's there. So I have I have the Bucks beating the Saints pretty comfortably. Um, you have – who do you have playing? You have the Seahawks versus have, the Saints, correct? Yeah, yeah. all right. Seahawks versus Saints. I actually have the Saints win this one. I think that their offense will keep up. I think Camaro will have a field day with the Seahawks. And then I think defensively they will just stop TK and Lockett and Chris Carson. I mean, obviously he's very good. They could have been the one week 17. C championship, I have the Packers versus the Bucks. I think this is going to be a pretty good game. Uh, both Both high-scoring offenses – um, the defense is there. I mean, they're not the best in the league, but it's there for both teams. Packers defense has played very well the second half of the year. I'm going to have the Packers win this one to face the Bills in the Super Bowl. Cole, what do you got? Um, I, I think the Packers are making two. I just don't see them getting beat here. Like you said, offensively, they're really good. Defensively, it's just the best team right now. I don't see them losing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to predict upsets. Um like, I have a two and a one seed. You have two one seeds. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. You know what I mean? All right. So, Cole, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Chiefs, Packers. I got the Packers actually winning that. I think their offense will be able to keep up. I think their defense is actually much better. Um, I think Devontae Adams will absolutely go off. And so, Rodgers, yeah, I have them beating the Chiefs. Yeah, I have them playing the Bills, but I also have the Packers winning Super Bowl. I mean, as of right now, they're unstoppable. They lost—I want to say they're—they they lost Bakiardi in practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, their left tackle—that's going to be a challenge for them. He's one of the best in the league, if not the best. He's really good. He's—you know—he's the blindside guy. He's there. Um, I—I I still think they're going to overcome it. And I think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers—he deserves another ring. I feel like he's the MVP in my opinion this year, and I think he's going to keep it going in the playoffs. I don't see them slowing down. And it sounds like you agree with what you just said. Okay. Moving on, I mean, to our top 15 uh, half PPR, for us at least, um, fantasy football rankings. Um, This, I mean, this is going to change for both of us, I feel like, a lot. The the season just ended last week, week 17, two weeks ago, week 16. Um, It's going to change a lot, so you may not agree with it, um, you know, coming up, but this is this is what we have, Cole. Number one pick. Who you, who do you have take or who do you take if you have the number one pick? Uh, I'm still taking CMC. You know, I obviously I monitor the injuries during the off season and whatnot, but I feel like just with how the team was, how they weren't playing well, there wasn't really a reason to force them back in. So I feel like that that might have been kind of uh, over like overdone the injuries. They overstated. Maybe just not have them play. There was no reason to put him in there. I think they're kind of rebuilding there. Not rebuilding, but, you know, they need to improve, obviously, so there's no reason to rush him back. So I think next year he'll easily come back and be RB1. Yeah, I mean, I, 
there's no reason not to. I mean, this is this list is assuming that everyone comes back healthy. Yeah. Um, for me at least, I'm guessing you have that too. Yeah. I mean, CMC when he he played, you know, th- what four games this year, mm. and he he still put up numbers despite you know having every muscle in his body be injured somehow this year. Moving on to number two, I have Dalvin Cook. I mean, he had an insane season this year. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't really see a sign of it stopping. Um, like last year, or stopping next year, um, that offense is very, very good. Um, Kirk Cousins is very underrated. I want to say he's top nine or better in most or all of QB categories. Uh, I feel like that goes unnoticed with many football fans. Um, he's he's good, and then the, the run game is going to really open up with Thielen and Jefferson. Jefferson's only going to get better. He had a top five statistical season this year as a wide receiver, not just rookies, obviously, but as every wide receiver overall. So he's going to get better, open up the run game for Dalvin. And Dalvin also is pretty good in the pass game too. Who do you have at number two? I agree with you. I have Dalvin Cook as well. I think he's been performing really well. Overall, the whole offensive system there is, is amazing fantasy. Yeah, right. Um, number three, I have – as of right now, this will probably change throughout the offseason. I have Derrick Henry. Um, dude's a beast, but like you saw last week against the Packers, or two weeks ago against the Packers, if the Titans, um, if they fall, if they trail, you know, two possessions, three possessions in the first half, it's it's tough for him to score points. He's really non-existent in the passing game. Um, but when, when they do keep the games close when they are in the lead, he's an absolute monster. Um, it's just really the risk reward of if the Titans are down big early in the first half, that doesn't really happen. Um, they're, they're a good team. Um, that, that barely happens. I want to say it happened twice this year against the Browns and against the Packers. Cole, um, do you agree with me on this one? I took, I feel like this one wouldn't be too popular, but do you agree? Oh yeah. With the third pick, I'm going to have to go Saquon. I think that just, they help build the offense around the offensive line. No, he's getting hit in the backfield. It's a tough situation there, but I think this offseason they really address it, and I think that he's still going to get fed the ball rushing-wise and passing-wise. I think that's a big thing Derrick Henry. He's not seeing him get the ball in the passing game as much, and I feel like just Saquon's more upside there. So that's why I'm taking him with number three. Yeah, hopefully he uh, he lifts the Giants into the playoffs next year. Um, at number four, I have – it's going to be wide receiver, the first wide receiver taken off the board. should be in every single league next year, Devontae Adams. Dude is an absolute monster. Um, he had the most fancy points this season as a wide receiver, despite missing two games. Um, that's really the only concern. It's not like he's been out the entire year, um, but I feel like he misses a game or two at least every single year. But when this guy's on the field, it's it's insane numbers. Um, he, he's one of the most reliable uh, players in the league. Uh, Cole, are you taking a wide receiver this high, or are you taking another running back? Uh, I'm sticking to running back here and I'm gonna have to go with Derrick Henry just because I know the situation there I love the situation there they have amazing passing offense like you said it opens up the run game uh I say he doesn't really get that much work in the passing obviously but just not in touch he gets rushing the ball goal line he's unstoppable I, I feel like he's one of the safest picks yeah I mean I had him at three you had him at four um self-explanatory number five this may sound like a reach but I'm going Nick Chubb um Dude has like a he has like the top five rushing yards in the league this year, I wanna say, and he missed six games, I think. Mm-hmm. Where he's only played like eight games or six games, something crazy like that. Um, I mean, 
yes, Kareem is there. But what we saw when Chubb came back after the sprained MCL, um, Chubb, Chubb's obviously the guy. We knew that. But he gets his volume no matter who else is in the backfield. Um, he He's their guy there. He's the he's the number one option. He gets fed. Uh, Cole, number five. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think that you disagree with me on this. I think you have someone else here. But uh, who do you got? With the fifth pick, or yeah, with the fifth pick, I'm gonna be taking Camara. Uh, I'm assuming Drew Brees takes another year. If not, obviously his value tanks tremendously. We saw Taysom Hill taking rushes away at the in the red zone goal line, not getting as many touchdowns and whatnot. But with Drew Brees in there, I think he's gonna still be catching a lot of passes, get a lot of rushing yards or uh, rushing touches. I think he'll be top five. Yeah, I mean, especially if Brees comes back, that's a pretty good pick. Camara, when Brees is in, is an absolute beast. Um, that's just a big question. You assume he's going to be uh, there next year. I'm going to assume he's not there next year. That's why he he falls a little in my rankings. But at number six, I have Saquon. You had him all the way up at three. I love him. But, I mean, it's just Jason Garrett, when he was in Dallas, you know, he fed Zeke. And that's what we thought Saquon was going to do this year. But the O-line was so bad that he was getting hit by three guys before he reached the line of scrimmage. The O-line has played very well. Um, I would think, especially the second half of the year or after our bye week, um, Wayne Gallman looks like a starting running back in the league. So hopefully Saquon goes back to his um, basically what he did his rookie year. I feel like Daniel Jones um, likes to check down the ball to him. Um, when Saquon's in the game, Daniel Jones' numbers are very are very good compared to what they are without Saquon. I mean, you could just look at this year. I mean, we're one of the worst offenses in football, the Giants are. So, you know, That'll be a big hope for the Giants. I, mean, I think I think they'll use him very well. Um, right now, it's just the question of if he'll be fully healthy for Week One. I th- I think he's going to be, but um, yeah. that's just the little little uncertainty I have. Um, who, who did you have for number six? Because our rankings are dip, like you know getting starting to get different. So mm-hmm. uh, with the sixth pick, I'm going to be taking Nick Chubb. Uh, I think they're really rush heavy offense. The only thing he recently dipped a little for me is because Odell. Might be comeback, they might pass the ball a little bit more, but I still think he's going to be getting enough touches to be top 10, and he's just going to be getting a lot more, hopefully a lot more goal line touches. Cream Hunt's going to be eating those up, but he wasn't really producing there, so I think hopefully they'll start giving the ball in that area more. Yeah, I mean, you know, these top five, top six guys, they're at this point, they're interchangeable. It's pick who you want, pick your guy. Um, at seven, at seven, I have Kamara. You had him at, I want to say, five. Um mm-hmm. I, I just think Drew Brees is going to retire. That's why he dipped in my rankings. Um, maybe he figures it out with Taysom Hill or whoever's the starting QB um, during this offseason once the playoffs are over. But I, with Taysom Hill or at the quarterback, I can't see him being better than any of the guys I had before. Um, I mean, he's still going to be very good, I feel like. Um, they, they just have to figure out how Taysom Hill could get him involved in the pass game because obviously – they run the ball more than they pass it when Taysom's at QB. But, I mean, he's Alvin Kamara. He, he, he's that guy. So, you know, who who do you have at seven? Uh, this is when I take Devontae Adams, the clear receiver one, obviously. I know you probably think in, in like four, I believe, or five. Four, yeah. So, it, I, I just – it's going to be hard for me to expect that same production because it was so amazing. He's getting like 26 points – not even that inconsistently. It's like every other week almost. There's a span where it's like for five weeks he's getting over like 20 or something. Mm-hmm. So 
I just can't expect that same production. That's why I put him a little bit lower, but he's still a clear receiver one. Going to get a lot of volume. I mean, yeah. It This really depends what you value in your fantasy league. This is half PPR. But, like, I had Devontae at four. Cole has him at seven. Um, you may have him even lower. You may have him at three or two. It's really who – like, it's going to p- depend on who you're targeting in the second and third round. Like, if you want two running backs that are going to go second or third round, you you could take a chance at a wide receiver in the first round. Um or if you want a wide receiver in the second or third round, you may take a running back. Um, obviously, it's just it's really preference. At eight, I have another wide receiver right here, um, Stefan Diggs. This guy was the most consistent player in football, I feel like, and it was only his first year in Buffalo. Josh Allen um, was a beast. I really thought Stefan Diggs was not going to be a good fantasy player this year. I thought Josh Allen, um, with his deep ball, I thought it just was really inaccurate, and I thought Stefan Diggs was more of a deep ball guy instead of like a route runner, which I was proven completely wrong. Josh Allen, MVP year, top two in the MVP voting, in my opinion. Uh, Stefan Diggs was his favorite target by far, and the chemistry, the bond is whatever, or whatever you want to call it, is only going to get bigger in their second year together. Uh, I'm going to stay a receiver like you did, but I'm actually going to go with Tyreek Hill, just due to the fact that mm-hmm. I think maybe John Brown coming back there in Buffalo could lose him some targets and touches. I just still think he's a top three receiver, but Tyreek Hill, he's the clear I think number one option there, you know, obviously Travis Kelsey is there too, but deep ball, he's a deep threat. It's just big play touchdowns that he's a potential for, and he's still getting a lot of targets too. Yeah, I have Tyreek. I have Tyreek a few picks later, but I mean, is it's it's really like I said, pick your guy. Yeah. Um, these guys are all beasts up here at the top ten. Number nine, this this is pretty interesting to me. Um, I picked uh, Kelsey. Um, he could he could very well go in the first round, back into the first round, in in many half PPR PPR leagues. Um, if he keeps up this production next year, there's no reason he shouldn't be in the top ten. He had, I don't, I don't know, top two, top three uh, receiving yards um, in the NFL. Just not even just uh, tight ends, wide receivers, and running backs too. He didn't play week seventeen, so I don't know where he finished, but it doesn't matter. He had like fifteen hundred receiving yards as a tight end. Uh, there's no shortages of touchdowns with the Kansas City Chiefs. This guy is an absolute monster at tight end with the best quarterback in the league throwing him the ball. So I don't know. I mean, I'm I don't know if you have him this high. I don't even know if you have him in the top fifteen. Uh, so who do you have at nine? Uh, yeah, I have him this early, but yeah, he's definitely up there. And it's understandable because he has such great value. But I'm gonna go Aaron Jones just because. I think his second option there in Green Bay. Uh, everyone thought his touchdowns and stuff would go down this year, but they show that's clearly not the case. He's been, I know in the red zone, he's been getting a little less touches, but he's been getting it in the passing game, getting like 30 to 40 yard games when he gets the touches. Uh, I just think he's the number two option there besides obviously uh, Devontae Adams. So I think another big year for him could be up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, at number 10, I have who you, you picked at eight as a wide receiver too. I have Tyree Kill. Um, it's self-explanatory. You you pointed it out. You you said it. Why you have him so high and why I have him in the top ten? Um, that Kansas City offense is lethal. He's option one A or one B. You know, pick your guy, pick your poison with Kelsey and Tyreek. Um, self-explanatory. Who do you have at ten? Who do you have at ten and eleven? Just go two in a row. Um, I have Diggs two at ten, as you did. So we kind of switched off on the receivers there. He just like that top three receiver got a lot of volume, deep threat. Uh, the country is obviously clear there. He's always looking for him. So I think he's going to be a great receiver there. And then after that, I went Eckler. Just because how amazing he was at the end of the season for me. Rushing the ball is amazing. 
And then Herbert, obviously, love using him in the passing game. is great for him to have as a rookie, a nice running back he can dump the ball off to. So I think that'll be huge for him. I think the receptions will still stay up there. And I think that upside of being able to have amazing receiving numbers if the rushing yards aren't there is a big thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that, that makes perfect sense. I have Eckler, you know, a pick or two down from you, but he's still up there. At 11, I have Jonathan Taylor. This may come to surprise too little, you know, surprise to some people. But if you just look at um, the last, I want to say the last six or five weeks of the season, he was the clear option there. Naheem Hines wasn't really in the picture. Jordan Wilkins, whatever. I think Marlon Mack isn't a free agent, so I'm guessing if he's not cut, he'll be back in the Colts next year. But Jonathan Taylor is a clear cut number one running back. They put all their trust into him in the second half of the year as only a rookie. He's only going to get better. The Colts. Colts offensive line is probably the best in the league right now. He's going to have an insane year, in my opinion. At 12, I have Eckler. I mean, you had him at 11, right? So Mm -hmm. there's not really a difference here in our rankings with him. I feel like he's going to be a beast. Um, As as long as Herbert doesn't have a sophomore slump, but there's no signs of him slowing down, especially with, I'm guessing they're going to cop a competent head coach this year instead of Anthony Lynn blowing fourth quarter leads. But yeah, I think Eckler is going to be a stud. Uh, 12 and 13 for you, and then I'll go 14. All right. Uh, next, I actually have James Robinson. This is a big, you know, question mm-hmm. mark for me as what they're going to do with the Jags and if they might bring someone else in or how the offense is heading. But I think with Trevor Lawrence, you know, they might have to throw him the ball a little bit. You never know with the dump-offs. And I think rushing the ball is just going to – he's a clear number one running back there. They don't really have anyone else. So, he's the beast this year uh, coming in once Fournette was out. So, yeah, I think he's just up there to 12 for me, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's very underrated running back. He's very underrated in the passing game. I feel like even though they had a horrible season, uh, he was the one bright spot. And yeah. you know, assuming they draft Trevor Lawrence, I mean, they obviously should. Um, that should only, you know, help him. Uh, mm-hmm. At 13, I have DK Metcalf. This may be a reach, but, I mean, we saw it this year and only a second year. He's the number one guy. Lockett is clearly behind him in the number two slot and the gap is only going to get bigger I feel like um with DK I mean the dude's a beast he's he's huge there's no one that could really guard him except Jalen Ramsey in this league I feel like um so I think he should eat against defenses next year uh 13 lucky number 13 who do you have this might be a little bit of reach, but I'm going to go my boy DeAndre Swift. Uh, I know I traded him, but with yeah. Patricia out of there, I think the whole head coaching situation will be much better for him. He's actually going to get fed now. Uh, I don't think AP will be getting, obviously, a lot of touches. I think he'll obviously probably regress and will probably retire, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I think he'll get a lot of touches. Touches will go up, and they'll use him more. So, yeah, that's where I got him. All right, yeah. Um at 14, I'll just go 14, 15, then you say your, your last two guys. I got Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to stay with Green Bay, but say he goes to a team like the Jets, he would jump in my rankings into the top eight or not or seven guys. Um, he He's a beast. It's just that the Packers' offense is very good, and they have many mouths to feed, many mouths as in um, Devontae Adams. And for some reason, they love playing Jamal Williams. So – that that kind of confuses me, but he, he'll be the number one clear-cut guy, workhorse running back on a different team, and he may go for uh, a different – you know, he may look into free agency this mm-hmm. year. And at 15, I have James Robinson. Uh, we talked about him at 11 or 12, whatever you had him at. Uh, dude's a beast. 
uh, undrafted free agent this year, exceeded all expectations, um, especially after the four net cut. They didn't really know who's going to be the guy there. Um, he, he, I think he's going to have a, uh, a really nice year in the second year. Who do you have as your uh, 14-15 slot? Uh, for 14, I have Antonio Gibson. Uh, I, I loved him coming to end of the season. Obviously, he got hurt, but he was starting to get a lot more touch. Since he could, I think he'll really be the star there running the ball. J.D. McKissick doesn't really worry me, just maybe in the receiving game, but I think they can still use him. And, yeah, that's where I got him. And then for 15, I have D.K. Metcalf. You had him earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that his upside is amazing. You know, he could have been even better if he didn't drop a few of those touchdowns. Yeah. So I think that if he improves his hands, he would be even better than this year. It's a clear-cut option on that team. Yeah, I mean, the these are going to change, like I said before. Um but right now, I mean, this is the top 15 in our opinion. Obviously, it's, a, it's mainly the same, same guys, different order. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think both of us have pretty strong rankings. The Swift one, I found pretty interesting. Like you said, no Patricia next year. I, you, you think he's going to be the workhorse. I would have to agree with that. He's, you know, he's definitely top 20 for me, I would say. Probably sitting around like 18. I, I don't know. But um, I think I think we have pretty good rankings, and I think we did a pretty good job predicting the playoffs. Um like we said in the last episode, if you didn't uh, watch or listen to the last episode, go check this out. Uh, me and my friends, Cole and our friends, we we do playoff fantasy. Um, I explained it in uh, episode four last week, so you know, check that out if you're interested. Uh, you know, we do ten bucks, you know, each. Um, you know, pick pick six guys, and you can't replace them once they lose. Uh, it's it's really interesting. And I mean that that's it. I think we wrapped it up, you know, pretty good. Uh Cole, any last remarks or what do you got? You got nothing? You got something? Uh I'm doing the pick them, I believe, and best look to everyone else though. Yeah, that's all I got. Well, I mean, I plan on winning the pick 'em two years in a row. I won it last year. Um and I I'm trying to uh win back to back. Thank you for listening to episode five of the Freshman Fridays 10 to 1 podcast, the podcast for all your fantasy football needs, the podcast that will get you from last to first in a little to no time. See you next week.